0: Hello and welcome to The Point of Everything. Today on the show is Rachel Lavelle, who released her debut album Big Dreams on November 10th. Spoiler alert, it is my favourite album of 2023. Rachel released a track called Perpetual Party" in September 2019, which we're listening to right now in the introduction, and like I say during this chat it still sounds unique, offering up something new every time that you listen to it and that's what big dreams is like too there's just so much going on across its 10 tracks whether it's a little flourish in the music or startling lyric that catches you off guard i could go on but i think i gush enough during the interview so i'll save it for that from the press release Big Dreams is an existential coming-of-age album that chronicles the journey of a young woman searching for direction and meaning in a very strange world. Inspired by sounds of everyday life and an intriguing obsession with YouTube self-help videos, the album explores romance, directionlessness, ambition, and the expectation of the unsatisfied digital native. Recorded in various locations, including an artist studio in Lisbon, the album is the result of years of experimentation and destruction. Written and produced by Lavelle, it was created alongside longtime collaborator, multi instrumentalist, and co producer Ryan Hargaden and engineer and co producer Alex Borwick. Throughout, the album features the voice of the Lewis, Dirin Nivrian, who narrates the inner monologue of the millennial mind. The ever-wondering, ever-doubting, the contradicting, and the aspiring. Rachel has some tour dates coming up. She is fresh off a couple of support slots with CMAT in the UK. And if you delve into the TPOE archive, you can hear a chat with Rachel and CMAT sitting alongside each other, recorded at quarter block party at the beginning of 2020. That's TPOE episode number 162 if you want to search it out. Anyway... Rachel's tour dates. She plays The Black Box in Belfast on November 23rd, Project Art Centre in Dublin on the 24th, Mick Lally Theatre in Galway on November 30th, The Record Room in Limerick on December 1st, Prim's Bookshop in Ginsale on December 6th, Collins in Cork on December 7th, Connolly's of Lep on December 8th, and St. Michael's Church in Waterville, County Kerry on December 9th. Coming up on today's episode, Rachel Lavelle Talks CMAT, creating a track with Crash Ensemble called This Is The Space Between Your Hand And Mine, that featured on their 2022 album Reactions, singing full faith in Providence on Villager's last album Fever Dreams, there's that idea of dreaming again, and making her debut album Big Dreams, which will go through track by track. Playing out with the closing song and the title track. You can buy the album at rachellavell.bangcamp.com, and here she is, Rachel Lavelle, on The Point of Everything. The last time that we talked was uh, in Cork at the start of 2020, just before COVID hit. Uh, I think it was the only festival of the year, quarter block party, you and CMAT in conversation. What a rise for CMAT in the past three years since. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we might talk just like a few minutes just about how great she is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she's unbelievable. Like she's so inspiring. I don't know how she does it all. Um. yeah I've just been blown away by obviously I've known her for for so long and just yeah her songwriting is unbelievable and she's an incredible performer she's just yeah she really blows me away
0: did you listen to did you get to listen to her new album Crazy Mad for me uh like in the recording process was she like chatting to you about it and stuff yeah, like that
1: it's really funny because like I think it was maybe when we met L- last time in 2020, just before um, myself and CMAT and Ethanessa Francis were all like renting this, it was like a yoga studio where we would go and um, spend like two hours riding there. Or, yeah. And I remember listening to some of the songs at CMAT because CMAT would like come in at the end of my session and uh, listening to some of the songs. She had been working on, and they're like on this album. And I was like, Oh my God, amazing! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, How do I know all the words?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it goes back,
1: yeah. But she, yeah, she's I love the new album, it's amazing, it's so good, yeah. So, f- so funny, and so sad, and so, yeah, so unique. She's an amazing artist, very inspiring.
0: I was just going to ask, do you find it kind of inspiring just seeing like, oh yeah, people can do like their own thing and they can reach, you know, whatever level they want to achieve with it?
1: For sure. Yeah. She just like goes at it like 150% and is not making any compromises, just has her own vision and has stuck to it. And yeah, it's super inspiring she's great
0: yeah. great we we could just spend an hour really? she's talk. incredible yeah we, she's could, we could just do we a track her. by track maybe of crazy mad <laughs> maybe, maybe we could no we'll focus on your album which i was very <laughs> excited uh okay. to get i mean it's it's been four years since perpetual party came out your first song some people would say uh, it was a long time i was like where is it you know where's the next rachel lavelle track coming from but it seems like you were uh busy we might talk about some of the things that you're up to in the interim four years apart from uh working on this new album you made a track with connor o'brien from villagers that was on uh their last album fever dreams that was a lovely uh collaboration called full faith in providence was that a nice experience recording with connor i think he played with him as well did you were you up on stage with him as well
1: yeah i did um i sang with him at the ivy gardens it was very fun and yeah that was an amazing sort of magical experience during lockdown I just got a, like, a direct message on Twitter from him. And it was like,
2: hey, love your song. <laughs>
1: Wondering if you'd be up for, like, trying or a few things on this. Like, it might work, it might not work, but give it a go.
2: To
1: And he just, he sent me the Full Faith in Providence track. And I just did so many takes for it. Like all in one night, I sent him like a million different versions. And he was like, do it like as if you were like, it was a karaoke version of my song. <laughs> and like all these things. But I just love the song. I just, yeah, I think there's such a nice message in the song, and immediately I was like, I am obsessed with the song. <laughs> it's just an honor to like have any kind of input at all. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's he's amazing. He's he's also very inspiring.
0: Yeah. You made a track with Crash Ensemble uh, as well that came out on their album uh, Reactions, I think it's yeah. called from last year. Is that your first time working in that kind of classical? World, I don't know if they'd actually call themselves classical music, but that yeah. kind of uh, composing world, maybe.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I studied music and media technology, and part of that course was composition. So I would have done like things with like the Irish Composers Collective, like little pieces. Um, and I've always I've really liked having that kind of output. Outlet, um, and with the crash ensemble piece, yeah, that was with Kate Ellis, and Cayman Gilmore, and it was yeah, it was great to work with them. They're just amazing players, and it was really interesting, like hearing they were playing cello and double bass in a new way, and it was nice because I got to bring in kind of my own electronic kind of practices with with them and we, we could collaborate. We collaborated with that. Well, I collaborated with them on that. Um, but yeah, I do do a bit of like the, the composing for choir and film. I've done a few little kind of short film stuff as well. Oh yeah? But, um, yeah, I do like it as an outlet, definitely.
0: Is that like totally different to the sounds that are on this album or are they very much... Like in a different kind of a world,
1: I think that they definitely feed in into it like a lot of the like vocal stuff that was made on this album is sort of inspired by like trying to write for like a choir or like um yeah i do I do think that they influence each other definitely
0: and are there any other artists that you've uh played with, made music with in the past couple of years that I'm missing
1: um Odd Ned. Odd Ned? Yeah, Dennis O'Connor. He's an amazing um, musician. He makes like kind of soft dubstep music, but we have a collaboration called To The Fields and we've been working on little tracks. So hopefully we'll get something together.
0: Oh, you haven't released anything? No,
1: we released one song.
0: Okay, Odd Ned. I will make a note of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we have a song called No Hesitation.
0: So, like, working on this album all the way through since we last talked as well, I'm guessing?
1: Yeah, it's been finished for, for ages. So as in,
0: like, a couple of years?
1: Like, a year and a half. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you've been sitting on it for a while? Yeah. Why, just, like, shipping it off to label sort of a um, thing? Or?
1: yeah, I was... I finished it and then I was looking for a label for ages and then just like kind of like a little bit of interest but not really and then I was just like oh I can't wait around any longer so I was just like I have to put it out myself because otherwise I'm just gonna be so sick of these songs. <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: them inside out.
1: Yeah but I have been like you know is this like the worst decision ever?
0: <laughs> Putting them out yourself.
1: Yeah but I think it's the only decision so it's gotta
0: be the best. Has it been a lot of work, like actually, yeah. like yourself putting out this album.
1: Oh yeah, it's been really good for me. Like, um, just I'm not really very good at admin mm. things, and then suddenly I have to do like, you know, follow up on this person or, you know, because if I don't do it, no one's gonna do it. <laughs> um, but I've yeah, I've had like help around me as well, so um, it's been. Yeah. No. Like at the beginning, I was like, "I'm doing this all alone," and then like as it's kind of gone on, I've like you know gotten help from people so far, and like yeah.
0: Did you work on this during the pandemic? Was this almost like a oh, a pandemic project?
1: Um, sort of. In some ways, I was kind of working on other things as well, but yeah. As in, it, it sort of had been finished like as in finishing for ages and then there was uh, yeah i guess it was during the pandemic it was nearly finished and then i was like this just doesn't sound like my album and it doesn't work so then i had to kind of rip it apart and work on it more until yeah it was it worked
0: are the bones of the tracks were they all the same that yeah, album that you
1: the bo- up? I'd say The Bones. Yeah, I think it was more kind of the production and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then some, there were parts, like, missing, like, some some sort of segues or, yeah.
0: Did you have a, a grand vision? Can you imagine, like, back at the start, what your idea was for the debut album?
1: I knew that I wanted to be called, to be called Big Dreams. <laughs> and I kind of I knew what I wanted it to feel like like I wanted it to be sort of like not, okay I'm gonna say pleasing to the ear but like kind of like there'd be like little details and like things you can catch on to or I guess have a cinematic element to it Um and But I, yeah, I think also I didn't know at the same time. So it was like trying everything (laughs) and then being like, no, it doesn't work yet. And that was really heartbreaking. But I think that's just part of the process.
0: Yeah, a learning curve.
1: Definitely. I learned a lot. Yeah, it was very good for me to do that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's talk through the tracks song by song. I guess before we do, like, were there uh, influences, albums that you're using as reference points for this one?
1: I guess Bjork would have cropped up a bit. Artists like... Yeah, I mean, Joni Mitchell is probably my biggest influence. Yeah, artists like... DJ Rom?
0: DJ um, Rom, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I think his name is DJ Rom. He's actually playing tonight in the Racket space. Um, and yeah, any kind of like, like Serpent with Feet or Jenny Val...
0: The first song on the album is called travel size uh you sing about angels on this song and it almost sounds like a dream halfway through the music just is this kind of you setting up i guess the rest of the album this idea of big dreams
2: yeah for
1: this one i definitely wanted it to have that like almost like you were like suspended in air and floating and dreaming i guess like dreaming in like this could be a surreal dream but also like dreaming of going somewhere or yeah i think this one i wrote during this one i did write actually during covid and i i don't think it originally wasn't going to be on the album and then i was like this is a this is definitely the opening for the album i guess it does set up the dream yeah i mean the dream and and that time we were we weren't allowed to to leave
0: <laughs> yeah that old, that old time you have a song um called sleepy gal later on so i might save the idea of sleep for later <laughs> on in the chat but staying with dreams like are you a big kind of a dreamer are you like interested in that world are you into like lucid dreaming or stuff like that
1: yeah i i got really into it actually when i was making this like trying to train myself how to lucid dream and you have all like i don't know have you tried i haven't no
0: i'm, I'm Maybe at the very start of, like, being interested in it.
1: Yeah. Well, you can, like, do all these strange things, like, um, where you you have to, like, look at your hands and look away and then look back and keep asking yourself, am I dreaming? Am I dreaming anything? <laughs> <laughs> and another one is looking at um, switches. So, I yeah, I did weird things. Like, I set alarms at, like, four o'clock in the morning to, like, wake myself up just in the middle so that I would, yeah. Remember my dreams as well. I, I got. I was actually very into dreams. <laughs> making this up.
0: <laughs> and you were writing them down as well, keeping a dream diary, yeah, and I
1: actually re- lately I've had these crazy dreams, and last night I had this dream that I met Little Sims. Oh wow! And she told me all the mistakes in the Travel side song. <laughs> I was like, of course you would know them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow, so uh, they're uh, influential in a certain way, these dreams. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Did you feel a lot of pressure like around your debut album that like people were like, oh, where's, where's the album sort of a thing?
1: Yeah, I think because I had been like, I'm finishing it for so long. It was kind of like, oh, it's kind of strange that you haven't finished it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, it was just kind of pressure on myself, really but also yeah it's it's awful when you like don't haven't finished something <laughs> and it's just like it kind of weighs on you you're like it's nearly there but it's not there mm. um but yeah i think the pressure i would have just put it on myself because like nobody really cares
0: <laughs> <Rather> than... <laughs> ah, people do care people do care i said before we recorded i was very excited <laughs> to get the album <laughs> Let Me Unlock Your Full Potential is the second song. What a lush song and a brilliant video to match how much fun was making this video with uh, Bob Galler.
1: It was honestly amazing. It was just magical. It was like being in a Disney movie or something. (laughs) We just had so much fun. Like when I asked Bob if he would do the video I was like oh, of course he's too busy you know it's fine There's big dreams he'll never say yes <laughs> and I sent him an email being like you know like well, we have a very small budget but I have very expensive tastes <laughs> 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 very elaborate things and um, it was so fun just with the costumes and everyone was so great uh, making it and and we, we got to also try out archery as well because I was like I came to Bob and I was like I don't know what I want it to be about but I want to be an archer in it (laughs) and he was like yeah sure no problem
0: (laughs) did you work on the idea for this for the video with him did you have like the idea for it yourself
1: um no I just well I just (laughs) I just wanted to be an archer I just wanted to be an archer I wanted it to be like I was training for something like (laughs) kind of like the Hunger Games or (laughs) (laughs) Or like (laughs) yeah I think with the archery that kind of brought in like there's so many myths with archery and with arrows like bow and arrow like cupid and everything and then I go back to me with the video of the rest energy of uh, Marina Abramovich and Ulay and yeah we just went from there it was great
0: what's your favorite part of the video is it is it all of the archery scenes
1: uh, I really enjoyed spinning on <laughs> the the spinning table thing with John Doran. It was really fun.
0: It was weirdly peaceful. (laughs) And I don't know. (laughs) Well, you're just lying there, I guess, while everybody else is running around.
1: Oh, that was well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) The sleeping, yeah, the sleeping princess. That was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I I was like, God, I'm so tired. (laughs) I've just been sleeping all day, (laughs) doing nothing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you stuck with uh, the archery? Have you gone back for uh, classes or anything like that?
1: Um... No, I, I'd love to. I'd love to do it. Yeah, it was really fun. Like, we we would just practice in Bob's garden, and also it was very strange because the art director, her assistant, Sophie, comes from a family of like archery Olymp- Olympians. Wow. Yeah. So she was like, "Okay, this is how you hold the bow," and like kind of like
0: makes it sound so like, simple.
1: Yeah, it was great. It was kind of one of those funny like serendipitous things like, suddenly everyone is really into archery <laughs>
0: <laughs> tell me about uh, the song like lyrically music musically maybe how uh, what it means to you
1: well the title let me unlock your full potentials from like a YouTube ad that just kind of came up in my feed and I got I was just like oh that's a great name for a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah lyrically it is kind of like it's so bob did such an incredible job with the video because it really does reflect like this kind of overcoming yourself or you know with the song you, it's like you want someone to do something for you or someone to tell you oh you should do this but n- nobody's really gonna say that <laughs> or they could say it and you won't believe it yeah and it's sort of finding that i guess self-confidence to do something
0: yeah like there is that serious thing uh under layering underlaying the tracks but you kind of like put humor above it as well like the video is like so funny (laughs) like some of the stuff on the track this track and other songs as well that we'll talk about are so funny as well but there is that serious meaning behind it as well
1: oh thank you i'm glad that you thought it was funny (laughs) It's supposed to be funny, though, it's isn't it? It's supposed to be it funny, is, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. No, definitely, humour is, like, a big part of this album. And I'm glad that it, you, it comes across f- yeah. for you. But it's also, yeah, there's definitely, like, a meaning... It mean, it's meaningful. <laughs> it's meaningful. <laughs> but, yeah, I think with humour, is kind of interesting because you can, like, kind of get away with saying things as well. Things that are kind of sad. Mm. Because people are like, oh, she's just being funny. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know like with like Sleeping Out or something yeah um, and I, I like kind of that kind of weird like I don't know
0: juxtaposition yeah, movie, yeah. Is, yeah soft colour palette is the third track kind of an interlude it's only 80 seconds long tell me about this song
1: I wrote that to link the let me unlock and eat clean because in the track listing it felt like their worlds were so far apart and uh, I had uh, this lyric that I took down that i w- it was inspired by this interview about creativity, this artist. I can't find the interview anywhere. I looked for it.
0: Maybe it was a dream. Maybe it
1: was a dream. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and she she was saying something like, "Oh, it's not all soft color palettes." And I was like, "It is all soft color palettes." <laughs> And I like, yeah um, The song is, I guess About I guess it kind of leans into that Kind of eat clean world where Things have to be sort of clean And perfect and um, And then you're sort of like Floating around, not knowing (laughs) what to do (laughs) And being a little mess
0: (laughs) So I'm Presuming this was probably laid on In the process, so if, if you see it as Almost a link song between the other two
1: Yeah, yeah
0: So Eat Clean Startling imagery to start with
2: Blink twice If you're lonely Conversation Flowing
0: This this song.
1: I wrote it when I was working in a tennis club. Ooh. And what were you doing in the tennis I, club? I was a receptionist. Oh, okay. So, still, still there, <laughs> just like the sounds of the, the balls and like people just kind of coming in and they're all like sweaty. And <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was just thinking about like, yeah, the body as like a machine and. Yeah, and I think maybe at the the time, I guess I was sort of like, what am I doing with my life? And this is sort of like, you want, you know, the lyrics are like, give me a recipe, I'll follow it until I get it. Like, wanting to be like, this is what you have to do. (laughs) I'm not like telling anyone to eat clean or anything, obviously. (laughs) Uh, But it is that like, dream big, eat clean. Like these kind of mantras that you're like hearing all the time and you're like, okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How deep... Do I look into a song like Make Love in a Distillery? Is that advice? Is that something else?
1: Because um,
0: it's so, like, odd.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that lyric... Actually, my friend told me recently uh, that she met her girlfriend in a distillery. Oh, she wow. was like, that's so weird that you have this lyric about a distillery. But I was, yeah, I didn't write it about, about them. Um, I guess it's sort of maybe in terms of dating or like looking for someone there can be all this choice and like bottle it up and spin it around and kind of this like catalogue of humans um, maybe that feeds into it mm. in a weird sort of like ooh, like a mechanical way
0: did you have like a whole list of lyrics That you could have worked into this song Like this kind of a wellness advice sort of a thing That could have worked
1: um, I think all of The lyrics that are in it are like I don't have any extra Oh ones okay for, Yeah And usually they would be Like the title Or like Let, let Me Unlock Your Full Potential Or, or e Clean As a title I think they've all kind of made it in there
0: You mentioned that this is kind of like about the idea of like following the recipe, tell me how how to be. The press release says that it's kind of a coming of age album as well. Is that kind of how you see it? Is it kind of like a tongue in cheek coming of age album? For
1: sure. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, nobody really like comes of age. (laughs) I don't know.
0: You think you can.
1: Yeah. 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 We're all growing and emerging, emerging artists forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Track five is called Gratitude. It begins with a choir
1: well it's it's just like my voice like layered a lot Yeah, that one was from, like, I would make all these kind of... I just really enjoy making those kind of pieces where you're just, like, improvising over your voice and you can come up with new melodies. And this one is one that I made when I was in in Lisbon, which is actually where I started writing the album in, like, 2017. CMAT has been there as well, Uh, and Ruth Mack, actually. It's, like, this beautiful space overlooking this river and there's like a hum of a bridge and it's just very peaceful and really inspiring place to to make music so i think that was probably taken from around that and then yeah collaborated with ryan Hargaden on it and yeah he wrote like all these amazing loops and he really brought that song to like a new life and new clean as well yeah and let me unlock he was yeah instrumental in the process
0: is this similar to how you would write for your compositions for the choir
1: um yeah kind of like for yeah uh, you can tell me draft. i'm completely wrong <laughs> as <well. laughs> no no it is definitely yeah i was like dry yeah kind of like how you get things on like i like working like that and then like be like okay that works and that doesn't work
0: Just sticking with the idea of the choir. You do sing with one as well, don't you?
1: Yeah, with Oceana, except I haven't really been singing with them recently. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Taking a break. But I need to go back. Yeah. 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 But they're amazing. It
0: sounds like people who do sing with choirs, like, it is a real, um, like, joyous experience. You see it a lot in, kind of, articles about... I was was even uh, reading something about, like, uh, 23 things to do in autumn, you know, to, like feel better or something like that you know it was in the guardian and one of them was just join a choir oh wow thinking, where, do you, where do you join a choir
2: <laughs>
1: oh yeah it is a really amazing experience to sing in a choir
0: you would recommend it would recommend yeah <laughs> <laughs> would recommend to a friend <laughs> uh tell me about the voice that comes in on this track it's a computer i think rather than the voice that we hear on the final track is it uh
1: no it's still Duran avery and oh okay yeah
2: needs a change in attitude needs to spend less time
1: up: Yeah, she's an unbelievable <laughs> human. <laughs> Originally, I think maybe you heard this when I played it, like first, but it, it, you, it used to be like an Irish Siri. And then I heard her voice
0: on the Lewis, and I was like,
1: <gasps> I could just ask her. Would she be the voice?:
0: How did you get in contact with her?
1: kind of strange because i had actually like done like drama lessons with her daughter or something ages ago and then her uh, her other daughter had played she's like a amazing violinist and she had like been part of this thing that i i was singing in so we weirdly had like connections but i i just emailed her and i had been procrastinating on it for like at least four months i was like she's not gonna
0: want to do it procrastinating just on like just on the email yeah Yeah.
1: maybe this is why everything took so long (laughs) but i emailed her and she was like just call me back and i was like (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) she's so great yeah amazing
0: and so how did you how did you record her was it just her doing voice notes almost or or recording Um, herself did you record her
1: some, some were voice notes Some were in a studio with Alex Barwick, and then some were in my house. Yeah, we did it like so many times because I was trying to figure out what, yeah, I kind of was trying to figure out what exactly she should sound like. So we went through like loads of different versions and Yeah, she was extremely kind, and I was extremely annoying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She sounds a little different on this track than the last song. That's why I thought that they were different. Oh, Oh,
1: she's maybe she's like reversed in some of it.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. So you really did play around with it.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But I think yeah, on this track she's like the most natural sounding. Oh, okay. And then she kind of gets gradually like this disembodied
0: what role do you see her as playing on this track because there's a couple of songs there where that idea kind of comes through now the in the second half of the album This kind of like computerized voice almost
1: Mm. yeah i liked the idea that she was sort of your inner critic but then she was also the voice like the fact that she is the voice of the lewis Made me think about her in a very different way because I was imagining, like, okay, what if you could be on the Lewis? And, like, the Lewis lady could be like, once love, love, to love and to be loved. And, like, I don't know, I just think it would be kind of interesting. Yeah. How people would
0: ask you these deep questions. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or she was like, gratitude, ever heard of it? <laughs> you
0: know? <laughs> Do you find them funny? Did you find that you had to almost answer these questions that she's throwing out as well? Because um, some like they are deep. I oh, they are, they're yeah. deep. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think the fact that she's not me, and she's a little bit disembodied, like as it goes on, makes makes it like maybe a bit funnier, even though she's saying like serious things. Because I feel like if I was saying that in a serious way. People be like, cool, I don't care. <laughs> We've heard it before. <laughs>
0: Track six is Perpetual Party," your very first single, released in 2019. It still sounds so distinctive. Did you do anything with this song for this album? Is it the exact same song? No, it's exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your uh, relationship with it? Have, have your ideas of it changed or anything in the context of the album or anything?
1: No, I think I, I knew that I wanted, like, the second side of the album like to start with Perpetual Party and I think that a lot of yeah I guess a lot of the themes are kind of similar like I think I feel like it does it kind of is the beginning of the album in my own head in terms of like the themes or like how I like recorded it but also, my voice sounds really young, in it.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listening back. <laughs> Craving, a warm bath, a cold pint, a good laugh.
0: What would be your preference? Like, maybe on a rainy day like today, when we're talking, a warm bath, a cold pint, or a good laugh? What one would you take today? Mm.
1: Oh, so hard to decide. <laughs> I was thinking warm bath, but then also enjoying the laugh and also with a pint. <laughs> hard to decide.
0: A pint in the bath, maybe. A pint in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried? No?
1: No, not yet. I'll, no. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go.
2: Spotted. Male. Liberal. Spiritual Sagittarius My Symbol Pleasures
1: Travelling, Hiking, Discovering.
2: The key to my art is
1: chicken fillet rolls and Fanta.
2: Ideal first date. A sunrise swim followed by a bowl of fancy porridge and a matcha latte.
0: Simple. Pleasures. My Simple Pleasures. Do you want to tell me about this song?
1: Yeah, so this one is... It's based on the dating app Hinge. They're like... Questions are like from Hinge. And some of the answers are also from Hinge. Some of them were changed. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I just like... I liked the idea of having like... Deer in like
0: chat to someone. Or i was trying to figure out which voice is you are you one of the voices sort of a thing because it's her talking to this male voice i was trying to figure out like who represents who Mm. who are like your answers
1: yeah maybe you don't want to maybe you don't want to tell me not like none of them are my answers maybe the last part when it says crying laughing emoji that's my answer
2: (laughs) (laughs) crying laughing emoji
0: interesting that it is like the dating app some of the influences that you've talked about like getting uh the title for let me unlock your full potential from a youtube pre-roll ad getting the song from a dating app it's all like these things in modern life that you're gathering like i asked you for musical influences but i guess you're taking everything in at once are you are you, are you doing that like consciously or is it just like you are watching youtube and you're like oh that's a good name for a title like you're unhinged like oh that's a funny question
2: Mm.
0: (laughs) are you taking note of like everything or are you just like thinking about it all like later on letting it all in the melting pot
1: um yeah i think i spend a lot of time on the internet so it definitely feeds in to my writing and i just kind of Yeah I guess I just write what I'm interested in or that I feel like I can like make a
0: musical version of. The ideal first date? A sunrise swim followed by a bowl of fancy porridge and a matcha latte? Is that is that you? Is that just? No that's not my ideal first date.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it is for someone. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just had fun also with the man's voice. I just like liked making him say things. Who's that? It's a voice like. It's. Simulator? Yeah. It's like a Microsoft voice. A text to speech voice.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: night train track number eight uh which i think is absolutely amazing like so great uh we, you mentioned some of the uh artists that you worked with on the album do you want to talk to me more about who you worked with ryan hardigan is one who yeah people would know from kojak does you know yeah kojak
1: yeah. and anamika and he has his band moondiver as well
0: oh okay he's Moondi- oh okay great. yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot about them
1: um. So, yeah, I worked with Ryan Hargadin and Alex Barwick on, on the album. For Yeah, it was just very long
0: and amazing.
2: And I definitely, yeah, put uh, some of them
0: through hell. Yeah, it's good, though, I guess, <laughs> to have these sounding boards or these other mm. people to talk with. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like, Ryan just brings so much. He's, like, an incredible... Musician and Alex, like just Ryan's like amazing with choosing synths and he's just very good at being like space. Rachel, space. <laughs> space. <laughs> and I'm like everything. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, and we definitely like think like the final tracks definitely with Night Train we would have collaborated on that a lot. And E Clean and Let Me Unlock and Alex we did uh a party and big dreams sleepy gal but yeah they're amazing collaborators
0: so yeah this kind of does feel like a, a kind of a full effort because uh there's <laughs> there's like three different changes i think in this song it kind of uh uh it starts like almost claustrophobic i felt and builds to this big synthy outro so maybe talk about how the song developed was it that you had too much on the song and they were like giving you space for it
1: at the beginning it was like a
0: piano
1: ballad and we were kind of like "Mm, i don't know and then ryan was like there's something in that (laughs) i was like okay i'm gonna work on it and i also like the first line is so (laughs) Bad <laughs> and so good. <laughs> I don't like it's not good. Like the first line is like I was meant to be in love by now. Nobody told me I would be lonely. Like it's a terrible line. <laughs> and I was like tried to rewrite that and everything and I was like, maybe that's just what it is. But for this Yeah, it just went through so many different versions, like all the different sections. Like Ryan was like, You should just have a big dance section at the end.
2: And I was like, Okay do
0: it and who did who did that was it was it those guys were you uh trying to figure it out as well that big dance yeah it was me and ryan Yeah, yeah yeah
1: i did the drums and then ryan did the synths mostly yeah but it was it was fun but it didn't work for so long it was like this is the worst song ever and then suddenly we're like okay we're happy with
0: it what happened to make you happy is it just like eventually it it all clicks into place or was there yeah, like a, I think a, a so. I think it just, of,
1: like, it just went through loads of the different versions. And then when it had, like, a clear, like, a structure that made sense. It also doesn't make any sense, the structure, but... Of the song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, it was just like, this is, this is where we we'll rock (laughs) we're gonna go rock out (laughs) we haven't played it live yet though so (laughs) i don't know how we're gonna do it (laughs) oh
0: i think it's gonna be so good anything else (laughs) (laughs) anything else you want to say about that song
1: not really i mean i i kind of knew the mood because like the second half of the album i really i wanted it to be more about kind of i guess like nighttime thoughts um kind of like
0: when you're lying in bed and thinking yeah. Your mind is racing And I think. definitely
1: had this image of like Leaving a night out And like I don't know Like Just like thinking Oh I'm gonna meet the love of my life And then Not And then like Going to get chips And just like Walking And just being like It's so dramatic Like it's such a dramatic song
2: Every oh. time <laughs> <laughs> Sleep, I'm never bored Sleep, I'm looking forward to it Last night was amazing I slept the whole
0: Track number nine, we talked about dreams earlier, let's yeah. talk about sleep, uh, another influence I'm guessing. <laughs>
1: yes, I like to sleep.
0: <laughs> you saying saying uh, sleep, I never tire of it. Are you a good sleeper? You're a great like eight hours a night kind of a gal?
1: I definitely prioritise my sleep, um, I try and get eight hours of sleep if I can. Um, At the moment i'm just on my computer all the time so i'm having these crazy dreams i don't know why but i also (laughs) i started listening to this like sleep hypnosis person called michael seeley (laughs) he's like this australian guy (laughs) he's so funny but i do definitely yeah i prioritize my sleep with this song i kept waking up in the morning and singing this song and I was like, this is really a stupid song. But I would be like, there's something in it. <laughs> and it was it was definitely the easiest song to write. Because it was, I guess when you're like, this is a joke. And this is like, there was no pressure with that song.
0: It's your ode to sleep.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> What's uh, Sleep Hypnosis? Did it work for you?
1: Yeah, it's like, it's basically this. Well, I've just been listening to like them on on Spotify or YouTube or whatever. Um, but they just this person like tells you like you're very relaxed, you're gonna fall into sleep. Because I I do sleep very well. I take magnesium before I go to bed, and it just like sends me to heaven. Um, and then, but in recent times, I've definitely been waking up at four o'clock in the morning and being like, Nah <laughs> it's just getting back, getting back to sleep after that. I think I need some sort of, like, sleep hypnosis or something. Okay. But yeah, I would recommend.
0: The album cover looks very comfortable as well. It's you on a giant pillow, kind of an inflatable thing. Is that just as comfortable as it looks? It was
1: amazing, yeah. Um, I worked with Sarah Flanagan. She did the art direction for Let Me Unlock and Big Dreams video. The album cover went through loads of different ideas. And then... We tried to do something with like a pillow and then Sarah was like, I'm gonna make a giant pillow. and I was like, you're crazy. <laughs> so she just made this giant pillow and yeah, we took, it was, it was originally not meant to be for the, the, or it was for press shots. And then it ended up being the album cover. So yeah.
0: Did you get to keep it? Is it in your uh, It's bedroom? in
1: Sarah's studio. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you haven't gotten an eight hour sleep on, on the pillow or anything no? Uh, Have you tried?
1: No, it was very comfortable. Yes. Um, yeah, this album, like doing the visual stuff has been amazing because I've just had to like relax <laughs> and not do anything.
0: Big Dreams is the final track on the album. Again, like such a great song. Tell me about this song again, like just just full of great ideas.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you, Anne. Um Yeah, I wrote this. Actually, I wrote the melody for it when I was in Lisbon in 2017. Oh, okay. And it was sort of a strange experience. I wrote it on like a synth and it didn't have any words. But the melody was like someone was dying or like moving on. But I kept imagining the end of my life and... Like, you know the way people say when you, like, just before you die, you get, like, all these flashbacks or, like, and I was just thinking about, like, oh, I'd just have all, like, just be flooded with, like, all the people that I met or all the, like, lovely memories that I have. So the melody was there. And then then my granddad passed away and he was a composer and he's like the architect of beauty in the song. And yeah, he definitely fed into it. And then there was like a relationship that ended and all these kind of strands that uh, fitted into, into it. But I guess, yeah, I think it is sort of about the end of your life. Wow. And, and looking back and being like grateful for the experience.
0: Wow, so really deep song. Did you find it's it? It's so
1: deep. I'm so sorry. <laughs> did,
0: did you? I, I don't think, I don't know if um, kind of that, that idea kind of came across to me that it, it gets like that, but did you find it a hard song to write? I guess maybe we're talking six years ago, maybe you've almost like <laughs> moved well past it, but do you remember like it being a tough song maybe to confront some of those um, ideas?
1: Honestly, not at all.
0: <laughs> I don't know why. I think I wrote it really fast. Who are you singing to on this song? Is it to anybody in particular? Everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I mean, tell me when you when we'll meet again. Uh, I don't really know. It could be past lover. <laughs> it could be my, my grandfather. It could be someone else's. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe it's sort of that. Aspirations, dreams. Yeah
0: um the opening line is i came for the comedy i left for the bus that was nothing new to me i have a lot of feelings uh kind of four lines that you could almost like take separately rather than putting them together how do they kind of all fit together is it just again this kind of like melting pot of uh of ideas this is all me you're saying
2: um it could be me (laughs) oh
0: you're being being so (laughs) quiet on this track
1: (laughs) um i think with yeah with the I came for the comedy I left for the bus that's definitely like going out on a night out and then suddenly be like oh I gotta leave <laughs> or just being like overwhelmed by something and like playing it in your head like oh this is gonna be really fun and then be like I gotta go get the bus <laughs> bye <laughs> how does it relate to the song I don't know I guess it's <laughs> it's, it's yeah
0: uh and Diren Nevrian is on this song as well what does is it the same role that she's playing on this song
1: yeah i think so actually bob when he was writing or he he did the video for this song and he was like it's like you're giving yourself a pep talk and i was like oh that kind of that makes sense yeah her role is sort of yeah f- the future
0: is it the end of a kind of a journey as well on the album? You sing, "I don't want to hear about another hero." Count me out. Do you see that as kind of like, uh, uh, "I'm done with this, uh, this <laughs> coming of age stuff"? I think with that lyric,
1: a sort of like, oh, maybe it's just sort of being a bit bitter or something about just like I don't know. I'm just yeah just shut down. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't know what bitter about nothing, probably just gratitude. <laughs> Ever heard of it <laughs> <laughs> um, haunting me forever. <laughs>
0: and uh the final lyrics that we hear on the album are "I am open to the possibility." Was that late in the process? Did you have that idea that that was how you wanted to end the song, the album?
1: I think it was pretty early on, actually. I think when I played the song first, I had used a voice, um,
0: and I liked the idea that it ended with,
1: I am open to the possibilities, She like, I'm open to the possibilities.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about the album as a whole? Are you happy and proud of it? Um, Pleased with it?
1: I did my best. <laughs> Couldn't have worked on it any longer.
0: Just happy to get it out and yeah. get it off your off your shoulders.
1: It feels nice that it's like coming out. Mm. Definitely, yeah.
0: And I presume since it is eighteen months ago that you finished it, that you've been working on new music too. Have you found that the process has kind of changed since finishing the debut album? Are you still like doing a load of takes for a song before you kind of figure it out?
1: Yeah, I definitely have learnt a lot of skills. Yeah, I feel like because actually that album, that album if, it really took a lot out of me. So I feel like less, like, like oh, you know, I don't think I'm going to be as hard on myself hmm. for this. And uh, yeah, it, it's been more enjoyable to write new things. But I just love, I love starting new things. Yeah. I love it. The possibilities. I hate finishing things. Or like, I love the finished thing, but i love a blank page so i have loads of ideas for the next album but i just need to figure out where it wants to what it wants to be yeah
0: how did you find sorry to i thought i thought that we were almost finished there but then you say that you found the process hard as well was it I, i it feels like it was kind of a spread out process rather than kind of like this condensed writing thing what what was what did you find kind of hard when you when you say that
1: um just like not being happy with something oh, okay. and like
0: trying to trying to, get trying so to do it, it.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i think you made something really really special so thank congrats you. on that and thanks for talking through all the tracks today and best luck with the best luck with the tour as well
1: thank you so much owen thank you
2: I left for the bus That was nothing new to me I have a lot of feelings How strange to be living in The bodies change, the face, the skin You used to be an architect of beauty